This podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our AI in Action series, where leading minds in AI from across the world share their story, success, and advice. AI in Action cuts through the hype and explores the true impact of artificial intelligence in our world today. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Pierre Gautreaux. Pierre is the head of machine learning at Link Money. Pierre, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Thank you for having me. So, Pierre, let's start with yourself, please, as we do with all our guests. Could you give us an overview of your background in technology and your journey from where you got started, some of the roles you've held along the way, and what's led you to where you are today as the head of ML for Link? I guess better describe my story, I'll say it's a story of connection and opportunities. I studied in academia. I have an undergraduate in physics and also a PhD in physics. Always loved doing research, loved the teaching, was a professor for a few years, uh, really enjoyed that life. I wasn't so passionate about chasing grant money. And so it kind of led me to search for other opportunities out there. A little randomly came across an opportunity to leverage my research for a bank. MNT Bank out of the Northeast in the US reached out and wanted to kick the tires a little bit on a model that they, they were deploying that was using similar research to what I was doing in physics. And that really got me intrigued. Quite honestly, knew very little about banking. And, but I found the prospect of using the hard physics or hard math and science that I was using every day for something different, very attractive. So I kind of jumped in and that's been my approach for my career all along the way is anytime I had a good opportunity, I was always trying to say, why not, right? Joined this group and I found this, I didn't know much about banking. The approach was so similar, right? The techniques were the same, just the subject matter was a little different. And I've tremendously enjoyed like that mixing of the hard science and math, the data analytics with the uncertainty of human behavior. I was part there of a um, balance sheet strategy group, and it was an amazing experience where we were a bit of a Swiss army knife for the bank, where we got dropped in a little bit on different problems and worked with some amazing individuals there. First and foremost, my manager at the time who trusted somebody that no banking experience to actually make decisions for a very large banking organization. And also like some of the colleagues I had, which later on in my career, some of them became business partners. Throughout the years, I had various roles. I had a couple of different banks. Always found myself at the confluence of data analytics and strategy. Always enjoyed doing ML work with a strong business sense, right? Always data analytics with a clear business outcome in mind. And I've always found that like very enjoyable. But at the same time, I always found myself working for very large organizations. And off of this came a bit of a desire to maybe work with smaller teams, maybe work on things where I could be building things from A to Z. So with two of my colleagues, Dan Rera and Brian Sullivan, we launched a small consulting firm about seven years ago now to help startups. And it was more of an advisory capacity, helping people with either data analytics or helping people that were maybe strong on, on the analytics side, but needed some business help. Phenomenal experience. We're part of a lot of different projects got to see how the sausage was made a little bit. And this led to a few years ago now, starting on a startup called Nearest Neighbor. Listeners to and avid ML practitioners will get the joke there. We were a startup to help 
homeowners challenge their property taxes. Incredible experience. I was a CTO for the company. To anybody that's ever wanted to take the jump and maybe start their own company, I strongly advise it. Like the learning is uh, just the learning phase is like uh, outstanding. I learned so much in the time that, that I was with the nearest neighbor and it helped propel my career to where I am today. So it, it was a great, great adventure. We actually ex exited that company about a year ago, at which point I, like, I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do next with my career. And I had a few things that were certainties at that point. I wanted to go back to work for a startup, love that life and definitely wanted more of this like sense of ownership and building things from A to Z. And I wanted to work at a company where machine learning was central to the business. I didn't want to work for something where maybe ML is an auxiliary function and not as core to the product or what is being delivered. And that's how I started my search. And last summer, I found Blink. Thank you so much for the detailed background. It's great to learn about your journey. And I appreciate you sharing the encouragement for people towards startups, whether it be starting their own or getting involved early stages. I could certainly attest to that. But you were just about to tell us about Link. So I'll get out of your way and, and please do tell us all about Link and what drew you to the organization. Yeah, so Link Money was started about 18 months ago now by Eric Schoketz and Edward Lando. We are a company specifically in open banking. And if you're not familiar with open banking, it's a pretty simple concept that as a customer of a bank, the activities that you have with that bank, your debits and credits on your bank account and all the data that you generate when you are a client of a bank, it belongs to the customer. And as a customer, you have the right to give access to that data to potentially a third party to provide services to you. And so what we have built as a company is a service to allow a customer to pay directly online or in person for product or services with their bank account. And one of the advantages of doing this is we're able to provide much reduced fees for the merchants. It's much more convenient. It is a safer payment method. We are leveraging bank grade security and we're much more secure and less prone to fraud. And we also have created something that is easy to use and easy to integrate. And that's really what drew, drew me to Link Money is there was an amazing team and an amazing product that we are building. Thank you. So jumping straight into things on your role and responsibilities, can you describe your core focus as the head of ML, what it involves, what the team is beneath you and what it looks like day to day, some of the things that you're working on? We have a, assembled an amazing team of experts with deep industry knowledge. This is something that's very key to what we do at Link Money is we have some very interesting problems that we're trying to solve, right? If, how do I make my payments more secure and more reliable, right? If, if I'm a merchant, so how am I protecting against fraud? Am I protecting as a customer, maybe against overdraft fees on my account? As a merchant, how do I guarantee that when I accept the payments, I'm going to receive the funds that I am provide, should be provided in exchange for my goods? And so we, we have a series of very interesting problems that we're trying to solve. And our approach has really been about being business focus, right? We're trying to approach this from the, a, a very common sense approach to machine learning. So our first step is always to try to understand what is the business need, right? And try to then find the tools that are going to allow us to, to tackle the problems. And sometimes simpler is better, right? It does not always need to be the most advanced or most complicated models, we always try to do something that makes sense for them. So Pierre, your role as the head of machine learning, you have oversight of most of what's happening on the advanced AI side of the product and the platform. 
And you give us some examples or talk to us about Link's use of AI, what that looks like on a practical day-to-day -day sense and how it's benefiting the customers. Sure. What we have built is a decisioning platform. We have a decision engine that allows us to make smart and intelligent decisions on anything that is for the customer from the moment that they are initiating a payment to the moment of us transferring money. We have a deep understanding of, is this something that is maybe potentially fraud? Is this something that potentially results in an overdraft? We have developed the techniques to be able to do the predictive analytics. Um, that we can provide our merchants with a level of certainty that the funds that they're expecting to receive will indeed be in their account once they process the transaction. In a nutshell, everything that we do in terms of machine learning comes back to this decision engine that we have built. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Pierre, could you talk to us then about the team that you oversee? I know you mentioned you've assembled an amazing team. Can you help us visualize what that means? How many people are involved, the various different positions that exist, and what the overall culture is like across not just the ML team, but the broader data organization? We're not a, we're not a very large team, but we have assembled quite a lot of experts in payments. And it all starts in the way that we're approaching this in terms of a product, right? We have, we have a product manager that have deep experience in creating payment solutions and that really translates directly into the creation of our decision engine right so the ml team works hand in hand with the, our product team in terms of determining like what is going to be our roadmap what are the key features that we want to add and be able to provide to our customers um and within the team, the way we are implementing this is really into two streams, right? We have a part of the team that is focused on modeling. So it's always constant refinements and trying to improve our performance. And this can be quite diverse in terms of techniques. This is partly in doing some work around NLPs, doing some work on GANs, doing some works on like clustering and pattern analysis. A lot of time series analysis has been done there. So that's really the modeling focus of the of half the team. The other part is implementation and make sure that we have a robust pipeline. So because we're in a payment space, a very big consideration for us is latency. So making sure that we have something that is very robust and that is allowing us to provide a service at scale. We're talking about a very large number of potential transactions. And so we have a team that is focused on more of the deployments and how to make sure that all the information, all the data that we are using and acquiring or potentially even creating on our side, how do we put this into a robust framework that allows us to make better and better decisions over time? I want to spend some time now talking about the project roadmap and particularly when you look at the next 18 months, two years for Link Money. As somebody who joins the head of the ML function, you were brought to Link for your expertise, but also you joined because the mission and the potential for the organization. So when you look at the project roadmap in particular, the next two years, what are some of the things you're most excited about? What are you looking forward to work on and where do you see the business being in two years from now? That's a good question to, to ask, especially in the stage that we're in. We spent the better part of last year building out the product right, and making sure that we can bring something to markets that the, 
that is going to meet the need of our merchants and, and is at the end of the day, the end customer. And so we've done this all of last year. And so this year it's all about traction and making sure that what we're bringing to, to market, we can like generate enough of an interest and to um, accrue more and more of our data assets to be able to like improve things over time. So the name of the game for the next year or so is going to be pushing out a product to the market. Yeah, staying on, on the topic of what you're excited about, and it also comes back to one of the main reasons why you joined Link. You and I were talking off air about the importance of ML, successful ML not happening in an echo chamber and why the key to ML being successful is the collaboration with all parts of the technology team. Can you speak to, to, to why that's so important at Link and why that's been part of why you guys have been successful and what why it was part of what drew you to the business? And thank you, John. I think it's something that, like you pointed out, we talked about a little bit, is we, as a business, we want to make sure that because ML is so central to, to what we do, uh, we want to make sure that ML is not also executed on its own little island or in a silo. We think that it's very important that ML is something that, that is done always with a deep understanding of the business need. And so what we've done at Link to ensure that everyone at the company has a deep understanding of what it is we really focused on our customers and our merchants. And so every single employee at the company has to attend at least two calls with our sales team every year. And so this is done so that everyone, and it doesn't matter what the role is, right? Everyone has a deep understanding of what is the need that we are addressing and what are people saying about our product? Really ingraining the deep understanding of the why, right? Why are we building all these models? Why are we building these solutions? And it, it translates very well into ML. I find that sometimes you can create the most pristine model and it's maybe mathematically exact, but if it's not something that um, serves a purpose or meets a need, it, it will fall flat. Maybe we haven't done much, right? We, we have a pretty model, but if there's no use for it, it's not helping anything. And so what we have built is like in, in this culture of ingraining everyone into the business, it, it really comes in a discussion, right? Every time we try to build, we want to understand like, what is the business outcome? Why are we building this thing? And sometimes like simpler is better, right? Maybe instead of creating some buzzword field and maybe the most advanced model that we can think of maybe a simple solution maybe a simple regression is enough and can we build off of this can we prototype on this and understand like how it's gonna like um, allow us to progress forward as a company and that's a very important aspect of what we do if i had to give like some advice to anyone that potentially would want to join link money is Acquiring skills, like it's very important and right? learning all the different methods and techniques of machine learning and having a strong foundation is important, but I find that learning where and how to apply them is even more important. And that's really the, our main approach to machine learning that we have here at Link One. Yeah, it's, it's such a great point. And I'm glad you touched on a message to people considering Link as an organization. Just to finish on that, speaking to an audience of, of potential future employees, future candidates, as somebody who heads up a significant leadership role at Link, when you're interviewing candidates, particularly ones who niche, short supply, high demand skill sets, what is it that you tell them about Link that has got them interested and excited to join you guys over some of the other great companies hiring? To, to me, it's really what I looked for when I joined Link Money, was having an 
ML role that was so central to the business. Uh, and so sometime when we look at other um, ways of doing machine learning and where machine learning is used in other organizations can tend to be at auxiliary functions. And so maybe sometimes you report to a marketing function or you may report to some type of business intelligence function. And so what I try to convey is that if you were to join Link Money, you're going to be working on core problems for the business. And you're going to be in discussion with our CEO and our head of sales and our head of product. And you're going to be part of the strategy of building this company into what it's going to be into the future. And that, that's very exciting, right? That's something where you're coming in to contribute and there's a clear value to the work that's being done and a clear impact. Pierre, thank you so much for coming on today and talking to us. It was a pleasure to learn about your background and your journey with the, and how you've landed to where you are today, working at an amazing organization in Link Money. Great insight into the ML environment and just how pivotal it is to the business and the concept of the organization overall is incredible. Thanks for sharing your story. We wish you, the team and everyone at Link Money the best of luck in the months and years to come. And we look forward to having you back on the show in the near future. Thank you, John. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.